What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks, where each episode I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, And as always, I'm so glad that you are tuned in and dialed in to another conversation that we're sharing with you right here on Behind the Grind. Listen, if you've been with us for some time, you know what I'm about to say next. It is our goal to bring you real conversations from real people like you and I that are about their grind. And that is our thought process right here on Behind the Grind is to share uh, real conversations. And this week, I'm excited to bring back a guest to Behind the Grind who sat in the grind chair uh, probably early in the year. And he was talking to us about leadership, influence, the marketplace, all that good stuff. We were dialoguing and chopping it up. If you remember my guest, Marquez Ugly, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to that conversation, Go back and listen. But this time, listen, he's sharing with us his brand new book. And I'm excited about the title. I was telling him about that and you'll hear it in this conversation. I just love this title, Walking Trophies. And I'm going to let him explain to you exactly what that means and what that concept and how God blessed him with that idea uh, to to write this book on this topic. And he'll share what that really means. But it, it inspires me in so many different ways. And just thinking about the, the topic, what comes to mind right now, obviously on the heels of the NBA championship or the NBA finals, we have just crowned a new champion, and obviously we've also crowned a new uh, MVP or a new king, right, for the NBA, per se. And um, with that, I was thinking about the, the trophy presentation. I don't know if you got a, guys got a chance to see it, but now the traveling case or the traveling bag that they transport the uh, championship trophy in is a Louis Vuitton tro- uh, bag, right? And it, 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 it covers that bag. And I want to say that a trophy is just one of those things that in sports they, they go for, they go all out about, uh, they do everything they can to win that trophy to win that chip and so listening to this title I'm just like you know it sends chills up my spine I can't wait to get my hands on this book because it just speaks so many volumes of us we are walking trophies so I won't spoil it I'm gonna let uh, Marquez uh, tell you a little bit more about his book but um, you got to get it you know he's gonna share with ways you can get that book but make sure you get that book whether it's the physical form or whether it is the electronic form Based upon what he is sharing with us and based upon that title, I know this book will be fire. Well, that's enough of me uh, just getting excited about this book. But without further ado, let's get into this conversation with my guy, Marquez Hughley, right here on Behind the Grind. Let's get it. Welcome back to Behind the Grind. Marquez Hughley, welcome to Behind the Grind, man. How are you? Doing well, man. Thanks again (laughs) for this invite. They'll come back to Behind the Grind. It's exciting to be here with you. I know we're going to have a great, great talk uh, today, man. I'm excited and um, I'm just, I I salute what you're doing, man. You're doing some great things. Uh, Your podcast is booming and it's just a blessing to be on, man. Man, I'm again, I'm so excited to have you back. Like I said, the last conversation was really good. And uh, we did get some love on that conversation and people did listen to it. And so uh, we're back at it again. And like we said earlier on in my intro, a lot has changed <laughs> or a lot has happened. So yes. we are, um, I don't know how long ago that conversation was, but if you can catch everyone up, on a few things. I don't want to spoil it because there's so much that has happened. I know that you're wearing uh, that Oral Roberts jersey, yes, but if you could just tell yes, people yes. what has happened <laughs> since the last Absolutely, time we talked. Man. Uh, well, let me just bring it in order. Um, well, 
think uh, from the last conversation, I have gotten married to my wife, Erica Hughley. Yes. Um, uh, Shout outs. Yes, yes <laughs> my wife, Erica Hughley, and nice. a wonderful woman. I'm just honored to be her husband. And 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 also, I uh, as of May 1st of uh, this year, I graduated from, as you can see, the shirt, or Roberts University with a master's in Christian ministry. And I'm grateful for that uh, the opportunity to go through that program and what I learned and uh, the professors, the relationships that I built and that uh, as well. And uh, from there, my, my capstone project or the, uh, that program, um, I wrote a book uh, for the capstone project, <laughs> which we're going to be talking about today, Walking Trophies, yes. Unlocking the Power of Your Story. Excited to talk about that today. And lastly, something that just happened this week. I just received an admission to the University of Miami to be a hurricane, the U, uh, to, for my doctorate uh, program, uh, doctorate of education, and uh, the specific program is Applied Learning Sciences. And Applied Learning Sciences is for those who create uh, learning environments and design curriculum in alternative settings. So people who work in like consulting, people who work in nonprofits, people who work in nice. corporate trainers, Nice. Um, and also in ministry, because as you can think about on uh, the future, I'm going to plan a church. And so yeah. it's kind of like designing all of that with discipleship and all of the Christian education. You can use that kind of design and learning skills for how you set up the science of learning, the, the whole system mm -hmm. of it all, and designing curriculum for people to grow. Uh, that's what this particular doctor is about. So that just happened. Uh, I'm now part of the U and getting ready to start this fall. So I'm excited, man. Congratulations, the University of Miami. Did I say that right? University of Miami? Yes, it's the U. Nice. It's the U, okay. <laughs> so uh, just to remind our, our listeners, you are definitely there in Florida right now. You're in the Tampa area. And so uh, obviously you're going to stay in the state of yes. uh, Florida <laughs> to, yes, yes, yes. to uh, continue your education, which is yes. amazing, man. Again, you know, I think the last time we were talking, we were talking about the grind per se. And you know, of course, the, the theme of this program program is behind the grind and uh, you just laid out just a, a wonderful way you know before you were talking and you were saying how you were doing so much then it seemed like and I was asking you how do you do it and um, you know you were sharing some good ways of you know briefly you know how you were doing it and and, and to see you now still being able to uh, factor that in and in yeah. no shape or form does it look like you're overwhelmed doesn't look like you're you know now, now again maybe on the inside there's a lot going on I don't know but you do a well good job of balancing that can you just share real quick how do you do it man how do you stay on this grind and still be able to do so much I mean you literally got married <laughs> you literally got your master's degree completed your master's degree right yeah. how did you do all of that and then transition now we're going into this new program? Um, well, you know... And write it in a book. Let me just throw yeah, that in yeah, here. Yeah, sure. you know, well, the beauty of it all, number one, everything, you know, I, I credit everything to uh, my faith in God, man. He, yeah. you know, I spend time with the Lord in the mornings, man, just to, you know, clear my mind, get myself focused, and uh, mm -hmm. to understand how to prioritize things and to be strengthened on the inside, yeah. where it really counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... Um, and God will give you wisdom on what to do and what not to do. You know, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that every week you will be, you, you always hit it like you should. Uh, right. The beauty of it all is that uh, the things that um, what are, are accomplished, just like, let's say like with the book, um, mm -hmm. you see the finished product, but you may not see the pace of it as I'm walking through it. Not every day was I walk uh, typing all this stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Maybe a right. day I went really hard. The next yeah. day, all I did was go and just look over it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I didn't. Maybe I didn't feel like it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, or or maybe I did just something to kind of keep it moving, just to keep the discipline there, but not not going as hard. So, for yeah. me, to, for, to your point, your your question about balancing it all. Uh, another factor is that my wife is also in the same program. Yeah, she's a year behind me. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yes. wow. She's graduate next year, next May, and uh, and from Oral Roberts. Yeah, well? Oral Roberts. Yes, nice. Yes, nice. So, uh, so that also helped too because, yes. like, uh, we were doing homework at the same time, working on projects. She's working on our project, so it wasn't kind of like 
uh, well, she's sitting back like, all right, you know, we can't, you know, when are we going to hang out or whatever? It's like we both had work to do. So then when we said we want a free day, like on a Friday, we said, hey, that's our date. We're going to date. We're going to we're gonna have fun. We're going to do something nice just to kind of relax and enjoy. We both decided to take that day off. And then let's say if it's another day where we know we have work to do, we may say, hey, let's just go get uh, have a nice dinner and let's get at it. You know what I mean? So we kind of planned around our lives and then just kind of uh, – built in these breaks and rest, you know what I mean? And, and, and taking those breaks when we needed them, you know, uh, like we just went down to Miami this past weekend just to get away for two days, you know, um, just to do it, you know what I mean? Just to get a breather. So doing stuff like that helped us, uh, uh to kind of continue to move forward and the encouragement, you know, um, uh, continually encouraging each other. And also I have, uh, friends who, who I connect with on a regular basis that we always try to keep each other encouraged and, nice. uh, you know, supporting each other's growth and development and having that support system like that or accountability and uh, just kind of keep moving you forward is important. And, um, and like I said, for the book wise, it was just really, you know, doing what I could when I could. And when I, the times when I didn't feel it, just try to do something. You know, maybe you can order or, or you can arrange something. Maybe you can just, you know, uh, uh, just look at the structure of things. Do some form. If I didn't feel like typing, maybe I should just work on formatting the book. You know what I mean? Because that's stuff that you would have to do anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can still be moving things forward if you don't feel like, I don't feel like typing pages. Right. You know what I mean? Because I still got to do something else or, or whatever. I think it's just kind of doing something to help. Yeah. It's better than nothing. You know, I think if you just continue to just do a little bit, you know what I mean? A right. little bit a day. I mean, matter of fact, even when I was in the program, uh, because I had to turn the book in, uh, this product this for the book, this is not the product that I gave to the school because I had to hurry up and get it done. So I went right. back and kind of added more to it for the, the product that's going to be published. Uh, kind of built on that, it sounds like. Yes. But when I talked to my professors, I was asking him, like, hey, like, what do you recommend? You know, to get this thing done, he was like, just try to do a little bit a day, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you know, he was like, some people that they, you know, they may say, I will leave, I won't go to sleep if I don't, I just need to type a page, just type a page, you know what I mean? You know, whatever, whatever system that people can, can do to help yeah. them continue to move forward and continue, as you would say, grind, man. Um, yeah. I think that's the most important thing. It's not saying I have to go so hard every day as, yeah. as it is about being consistent. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the word. You have to be yeah. consistent and, and disciplined in it. It's not saying, oh, every day is going to be some huge win. It's a right. win if you just look at it and you get you move it a small, uh, small, uh, forward, a small step forward. Um, and if you can kind of do that, I think you will you will come out on top eventually anyway. It's just, just right. being consistent and, and disciplined along the way, man. And uh, yeah. that's that's what's gotten me to this point. And uh, just, you know, and just believing, man, that, that yeah. God will strengthen me through it. Yeah, I love it. You know, and, and, you know, I left out some things. Obviously, you're working at, with the ministry. You're doing so many yeah. different things. So all of that is in there. And yeah. so what, you're, what I'm hearing is obviously, um, and we've talked about this on Behind the Grind, too. It is, it's kind of like pacing yourself, getting the small wins, like you mentioned, yes. you know, doing this, but staying at it, right? You know, sometimes in our culture, we, we want to hit that home run every single time, yeah. you know, and, and, and sometimes you, you're not going to hit the home run, right? You got to no. get the first base. You got to get the get on base. You got you know I mean? <laughs> to get on base, yeah, right? We got to start there. I understand, but get on base, though. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's what we're that's something that we're losing in this culture, obviously. And we've kind of like talked about this last time, you know. You know, we we want to get out there and get big and everything, but this these small wins sometimes, the momentum, yes. and all of that builds up. And, and you know, stamina, that, man. That stamina, that stamina. Yeah. Like you know, you think about like in boxing. To yeah. box, boxing is just man. I just I'm strong. You know what I mean? I'm strong. I can knock somebody out. No, 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 no. Yeah. You will get out there and get <laughs> If you right. not have stamina, it's to be able yeah. to do that for a long, long. time. You know what I mean? Right. You know, right. and while you're getting hit, the, the the weariness that comes in it. Yeah. Because the, the more tired you become, the more you're more susceptible to getting hit because you're not... Yeah. Your block gets slower, and you know, yeah. which makes it even more tougher to, you know. But so you learn some things just from boxing. Just like, man, yeah. what, what makes a great boxing a boxer is the stamina. Because if you can be strong, but if you don't have any stamina, 
once you get past a couple rounds, they know they got you. You're going to wear out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got yeah. you. And longer, they yeah. were still quick with it. They're like, oh, it's over now. <laughs> you know I mean? All I got to do is just wear you down. And so for me, yeah. it's like, how can I take principles like that and say, hey, let me build my discipline. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just be consistent because that is the things, those are the, the issues that keep people from succeeding over the long term. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I don't want to be have success just for just a period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, the people that I admire are people who have been consistent for their lifetime. And now they're, they have a head full of gray hair, you know, or no hair, you know, whatever. Right. But they have been consistent because they train themselves by the grace of God, of by God giving the wisdom on how to do what's necessary even when they didn't feel like it. Yeah. Whether, it was, whether it was seen or not seen, you know what I mean? It's not saying you're not doing it for the show. You're not doing it for come on, the show. Come on. You you let yeah. people actually just watch. Yeah. You know, if you think about a basketball player who's, you know, who's amazing at what he does, draining threes or whatever, it's like, but you didn't see them shooting five hundred jumpers in the morning. You know what I mean? That nobody's seen that. Nobody's seen them doing those things that em- em- equip them to be more accurate and efficient. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you can train yourself to do those things when nobody's looking, when people are looking, they won't see the the, the inconsistency. They'll just be like, wow, that's amazing. I don't know how. That's amazing. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. they were doing that when you weren't seeing them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's almost amazing because you're just like, I don't even know how they can keep that up. But they've been keeping it up when you weren't even paying attention. Yeah. So now you just get the privilege to look into it and say, wow, yeah. that is pretty cool. But more than likely, if you see somebody doing that, what you see, what you don't see is greater than what you see. And that's the that's what you got to see. It's just like the iceberg. You see that little tip? What really, that's just the tip of it all. If you realize what's under the water, you'd be like, wow, there is so much more going on behind what we're seeing. Because if you see, boom, new book, you know what it is to actually produce this book? You know what I mean? I'm talking about the cover design. I'm talking about ISBN. I'm talking about formatting it all. Get it, you, know, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it is, it's way more going on than saying done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but so for me, it's like, let's not, let's not get so enamored with, with, with the, the lights of, uh, and the, of the results. And let's understand the process to result. Because if I can get the process down, then I can continue to, like a system, crank out results. And and it'll be like, wow, you see like a manufacturing plant, they're producing cars all day. You know what I mean? And it's like, because they have a system down. Somebody's just tightening that bolt. Boom. Just That's all I need you to do. Just get this bolt as tight as it needs to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put this windshield exactly where it needs to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. All this part. Add this. Just just focusing on these areas and that system. You know, yeah. matter of fact, the other day, I'll say this and I'll, I'll, I'll pass it back to you. I was thinking about just something as simple as our own human bodies. It's so many systems, respiratory system, circulatory system, <laughs> digestive system. You know what I mean? Everything is working off a system. You know, you know, the system is at play that's allow me to function. And I'm like, why don't we understand the value of systems? Because God set my whole body up working in system, my nervous system. You know what I mean? Just everything working off a system. And so it's like, if that, if my body, the way God set me up, is uses systems, and it's, it allows me for the lifetime to function. Why don't we realize that, man, I got to get more systematic of what I'm doing. <laughs> if I expect to continuously do this now, mm-hmm. you know, you may, you know, have a one-off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're not trying to have this one and done, right? Mm-hmm. We want to be continuous with this. And the reason why my blood is continuously getting, you know, it's the deoxygenated blood, the oxygenated blood, it just, the whole system is working that's continually allowing me to function. You know, my breathing, you know, respiratory, so everything is just in and out. Just the system at play. But it's like, wow, that's allowing me to function for the lifetime. Yeah. Why can't I get my life and get so consistent and be disciplined? To work on something, it doesn't mean that it, like I said, it has to be some amazing day every day. But just yeah. be systematic by being consistent in what I do, and it will build this stamina in me that it will allow me to last 
the whole round, you know, the whole 12 yeah. rounds, or I would say the whole lifetime, you know, yeah. uh, of us. And uh, I think that is what people need to pay attention to and what sometimes people today, oftentimes people today, they ignore and neglect. Man, you, you hit the head on the nail with what you're saying. And I'm just so many thoughts are coming out, especially you use the analogy of boxing. And I just think about it was at Floyd May- Mayweather when he was yeah. fighting that uh, guy the, uh, a few months ago. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he, he, he's so much littler than that guy. But at the end of the day, you, he's been working at this for so for years, long. man. For years. It may not have been for us. We might have wanted to see the Mike Tyson punch out or whatever. Yes. But he was just consistently just wearing the man down in his That's stamina. All but you also mentioned some other stuff that was interesting too you said you know the behind the scenes and you know again i, I love to tie this all back into what i'm trying to do here on behind yes. the grind and fall in love with the process right you got to have like that passion to you know because if you don't like what you're doing you know the, the, the writing this book and going to school and doing that if you don't have any love for that it's going to be kind of hard to fall in love with that process, right? So yes. You got to have that process yes. of, of staying at it, doing that thing on an in in and out day, right? Yes. Regardless if we're looking at you or not, you're studying, you're you're doing whatever. Regardless if it's for a sermon, regardless if it's for this or that, you, you just have this habit of studying, right? Yes. That we don't see, right. we don't see, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's the process of just learning or having a love for learning that I hear out of you in, in general that you have to have. You have and it to. also it, it also takes me to this when you were saying about the the, the long haul. You, you you take for example a big tree, right? If you're going to chop a tree down, and you got an axe. You can't just be hitting it all over the place, right? Yes, you you got to find one because spot. This spot, man. You know what I mean? Just, How long would it take if you just all over down <laughs> like you like man, you've been chopping this tree for a whole your entire life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you just say, I'm just gonna stay at this one point. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep hitting it. And man, you know, so it's two points there. It's yeah, it being consistent in this in the in the, the point of, of 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 the hit. And the mm-hmm. other part is the sharpening of that blade. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So yes. my my education is the is the sharpening of that blade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I do that in the area of my purpose and passion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't ask. Yeah. I, you know, my brother, he's in med school right now. He's getting right. ready. To, he's halfway through. And now he's getting ready to do his rotation in, in those clinicals uh, in the wow. hospitals uh, later this month. He's getting ready. Wow. Actually, gonna, he's coming later this month to West Palm Beach area. Then he's going to uh, start in August. But okay. He's in the health sciences. He's going to be a doctor. I have no interest in that. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> the, thing, the thing that he's told me that he had yeah. learned, it's exhausting just to hear it. You see what I'm saying? I have no desire to learn that. You know what I mean? But right. guess what? He loves it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. the point about you have to love it, yeah, it's like getting the area of purpose that God has uniquely graced you and refine that area. I remember, uh, uh, I think I was watching something or maybe even reading something from uh, the late Dr. Miles Monroe uh, a couple of years ago, and he was talking about education, and he was saying that, you know, education supposed doesn't supposed to give you a purpose. Education is supposed to refine your purpose. So okay. basically... I don't go to education to understand who I am. I I, I, I find who I am in God. I, and, and the Bible says your life is hid with Christ in God. So I find my purpose in him. And then I use education to refine me in that area. You know what I mean? So now I go in the area where I desire to go in and, and learn learn that particular area. Because we're not going to be great at everything. That's why God right. is dependent. You know what I mean? The God has... You know, just somebody using to fix my car. We're like, hey, man, I right. don't do that. You know what I mean? That's why I'm paying you. You know what I mean? Right. Just take care of me, you know? Yeah. So but that skill set and another skill set are both important. You know what I mean? And we both are to be a blessing to each other. So it's like, let me refine myself in my education to be better at hitting that tree. You know what I mean? So it's like, because now that, guess what? If I keep sharpening this blade, not only will the consistency chop the tree down, but I'm going to knock more tree down because the blade's getting sharp. You know what I mean? So now I can go further faster. You know what I mean? So that that is what I'm saying. It's kind of like when you see the trees coming down, they're not just coming down just because of the consistency now. They're coming down because it keeps shoving the blade. Sharp blade. You know what yeah. I mean? So 
if we if we don't focus on that issue as well, the refinement as well as the consistency, then we'll be in the point of purpose, in the spot of purpose, but we'll, we won't be accomplishing all we could in terms of our potential. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, what could you do if you just learned a little few more skills? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's like you can do more. You're like, wow, I didn't realize I could use that and I can amplify this and take this to a whole other dimension. But it's like if I didn't know that, you know what I mean? I could, you know, I could still be performing at a level that is far beneath where I'm capable of. And I said, I say that to say I want the listeners to know that yeah. it's important to be consistent and disciplined. Mm-hmm. But education is important because I know some people say, oh, you know, education. You know, you know, you don't have to go to college and all this. You know, no, no, I, I get that. I'm not saying you need to go to college to become wealthy. I'm, but the point is not wealth. The point is to become uh, more effective in purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and 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 some people don't need to take that advice because if you didn't, if you didn't get a good education growing up, you need to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. Hey, oh, you know, well, maybe your education wasn't as solid as somebody who grew up, you know, where they, they, they had nicer, you know, uh, they had nicer resources. You know what I mean? Your, your level of education is not where they your, your free education. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That we're not playing on the same scales now in every situation. You know what I'm saying? We have to be real about things, mm-hmm. right? So, because I'm for the people to say, oh, man, you know, you don't need all of that. I, I'm mm-hmm. not saying you need all that to create a, a business that actually could be winning and prosperous. But that's not the whole aspect of why you go to school. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not I'm not yeah. trying to become wealthy by going to school. I'm coming wealthy, become more effective and efficient in the thing that I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. All the other things, all the other success is a byproduct. It's almost like mm-hmm. cooking food. I don't cook food for how beautiful and wonderful the smell is and say, man, this some man, this stuff smells awesome. And then I right. put the top back on the pot and go and go and leave home. You know what I mean? That wasn't right. the purpose. You know what I mean? Right. That's how we be treating like, you know, success and prosperity and the increase and stuff. As if <laughs> the whole thing was about the smoke and the and the steam and, and the woman that comes from it. You know what I mean? I'm cooking for the food. All right. that stuff is extra. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm saying let that be produced by just like the aroma. But the purpose yes. of it all was what I was cooking. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's what yes. we need to kind of keep keep in mind is that I'm cooking food. What comes off of it, all that beautiful smell, all of that is just a byproduct. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes. we can remember these things. The consistency and discipline of, of striking the mark and sharpening that blade, we can accomplish more. Uh, you know, especially if we keep our trust in him. Man, this is good. I mean, I think you hit it too. I, I like that you brought up about the education because, again, we are in, in a moment now that people are like, you don't have to have education. And, and like you said, there's a truth to that, right? You don't necessarily have to yeah. have a certificate. Yeah. You don't have to have all these things. But you do, to be successful, you have to go at something. You've got to be sharpening yourself in some area, whatever it is that you're called to. Purpose is key, but you got to be uh, discipline, like you said, to work at it, whatever it is, you know, even if you don't go to school, you got to be working at whatever it is that God has called you to do that purpose thing and be driven for it. And, um, again, I like what you're doing because God has definitely given you a purpose, a vision of where, where to go. And he's, you're walking down this path to actually go and accomplish the things uh, that God wants you to do to actually knock down that tree yeah. uh, that God has laid in front of you. So let's transition a little bit now. Let's let's get into uh, a little bit about um, your the, your new book, right? Yes. The new book is out, and um, you know I saw it, and I saw you post it out on. Yes, there it is. There's a beautiful cover too. Um, I, I saw that on social media. I'm like, my man, I love this title. Of course, I haven't got my hands on the book yet. So you're going to have to help us. Give us some, a few little highlights of what inspired this book. Where did this book come about? And what would we expect as uh, listeners if we were to pick up this book? What would we get out of this uh, book? Gladly, man. Um, the book, Walking Trophies, Unlocking the Power of Your Story. I love, um, I love that title. This book was inspired basically from my uh, I've been I've been saved in the kingdom of God for about twenty plus years now, and um, and, I, and I talk about this in the book, and I'll get into that a little bit uh, later. Um, just observing some things within the body of Christ, I've noticed yeah. um, a decline in personal evangelism. 
wow. you know, that people are not sharing their their personal testimonies or, or their story, how they got saved. You know, mm-hmm. they're not witnessing as much as in, you know, in past times. And, you know, that began to bother me that why we weren't uh, being intentional about that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, not not mm-hmm. as much as I in the past when I came when I was saved, I I saw that more really, you know, most often, you know, people yeah. very much bold about their faith, you know, tr- trying and being intentional about evangelizing uh, in the community, telling people about Jesus, you know, representing him, being intentional about winning souls. And mm-hmm. I noticed a decline there and I'm like, wow, you know, and then just over the years, man, uh, even being a part of uh, some other uh, organizations where I saw people being questioned about like, you know, evangelism and why they didn't. And, you know, and people came up, you know, with a number of reasons. And, and the, the largest reason was people didn't know what to say. You know, yeah. they didn't know how to start a conversation, what have right. you. And, you know, I thought about that particular uh, time and the training that came out of that was that they largely, they wanted people to do was get back to just telling their testimony, telling their own unique story. Because, you know, you know, it's one thing to invite people to church, and that's a great practice. I want I, definitely you should invite people to church, but people should not only encounter the presence of God by getting them to the place where we collectively worship in terms of the sanctuary. They should be able to encounter God wherever we are. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. that's in your community, that's you know, in your workplace, uh, wherever we are represented. People should be able to encounter God because the kingdom of God is not over here, over there. It's within us. Right. So people should not have to say, come, let me come to my church for you to meet the Lord. I, I'm, I have him inside of me. I'm saved. I have the kingdom of God inside of me. I know him. I can introduce you to him as well. And he wants to have a personal relationship with you. But how do I start that conversation? I can tell you how I came to know the Lord. I'm, it's not just saying, hey, I can't make nobody get saved. It's the spirit of God that draws people to Christ. Right. But what I can tell you is something something that you cannot dispute. You can't deny is you can't deny my story. It's my story. You know, what I mean, so if if you want a conversation starter, as I can talk to talk people all day about my own journey to faith in Christ. You know, what I mean, and what happens after that is not my responsibility. That's the spirit of God's responsibility. But I right. can get back to sharing my testimony. So this this book is like a how to guide to walk people to unlocking their own personal, uh, uh, the, unlocking their own story uh, for the world so that people can know uh, to, to see that we're all walking trophies of him. You know, uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not saying, oh, these walking trophies that we're we're win a win for ourselves. Right. The trope we're his trophies. So because I'm no longer living the life that I used to live, you know, where I, what I used to do, and my life is completely changed. I'm a walking trophy of the Lord. Wow. He's holding us up. Wow. Yeah. So how do I <laughs> tell people about this change? Or do I just let people say, oh, man, you know, I'm like what you're doing. This is great. But I don't tell them the source of that change, transformation. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Because now we're so used to all of the people just giving us accolades and praise, you know, rather than I'm going to I want to point back to him that I must decrease that he may increase. You know what I mean? So I need to point back to where there's the source of it all. Don't think that I was just so wise and so smart. or I had it all together. It was the Lord that aligned me with purpose. So yeah. I'm going to get back to saying where the foundation started in this. I'm not just going to say, yeah, it was just, I made great decisions. I made <laughs> all the best choices. No, it was the Lord Jesus who saved my life right. from destruction. You know what right. I mean? And I want to tell you that that's, that's the thing that put me on course. So everything people have seen since June 18, 2000, when I received Christ, all of that has been a production, fruit bearing from my relationship with him. Oh, and so, so I want to point back to that so people can see, oh, wow. So the, 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 the source of all that was Christ Jesus. It wasn't because you went to the greatest school. It wasn't because you had the fact that you even chose to go to school was because of him, because I wasn't even thinking of that way. You know what I mean? I wasn't even understanding how all this aligns and understanding how education is supposed to refine me, not define me. You know what I mean? It doesn't define me. It just refines me. It's my acts. So it's like, how do I, how do I learn that? I learned that in him. 
You know what I mean? So let me go back to pointing to the Savior who is the source of it all. So I say we're all his walking trophies. Let's get back to telling people about it. Let's tell people that we have a story to tell, right? You will not have a story to tell. If we're in Christ, how I came to know the Lord, that transformational period and how when I walk in now, there's a story there. And how do I, how, I don't even know what would, how that, that would impact the next man. You read about people in the Bible who, let's just say the, uh, uh, the apostle Peter, you know, I write, I write about this in the, the, the book. The apostle Peter was brought to the Lord by his brother, Andrew. But you don't know, you don't hear of Andrew writing any books in the Bible or contributing, but Peter writes books in the Bible. He was the leader of the early church, but his brother brought him to Christ. What does that mean? I don't know where you will go if I lead you to the Lord. And it doesn't mean that I have to be the one who sees that, 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 that fruit manifest. Like I'm, my goal is not saying, Hey, that I got to win every person by terms of you know, that I got to lead them. My point yeah. is to sow the seed. And I don't know, yeah. the Bible says some plant, some water, but God gives the increase, right? Yeah. So wherever that stage is and that development of, of transformation and, uh, and that life change, I don't know where it is. It yeah. may happen with me. It may happen in your, your when you move and go to another job, you know what I mean? Yeah. You meet somebody else. And then they water the seed and then boom, that person's saved. But in the yeah. book, I talk about people who... When I got saved, their lives are changed to this day. They will give, they will tell you to this day because they watched that transformation and they heard me tell them that story. They received Christ as their Lord. And so it's like, I don't know all of the ripple effect that will come after me just telling my story. And my, my heart's desire is to get people back to evangelizing in a more holistic way by telling their own story. And that's what man. Walking Trophies is about, man. Just trying to get people back out to telling how I got to, the, to know the Lord, how my story uh, came from where from darkness to light, and just show them the unique change in a person. Somebody they can tangibly see and say, oh, wow, that, that's what happened, rather than for me trying to take all the credit for something that really was all about him. And I man. went back to that, and I want to do that with this book, Walking Trophies, and I'm so excited about it, man. So that's what man, the book's uh purposes i i love this man i you know you you got me really thinking you're right and this is a good conversation because we have gotten to a place uh in, in, you know in the earlier days you're right people were seemed like they were more forthright and, yes. and were able to share and then somewhere along the line maybe people came with their script that they were taught to share with you on these steps to salvation yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know i don't know something happened in in there yes. that that, that kind of turned everyone wow. off and this that, and the other but the simple thing that you're hitting on is our own story. And that's so easy to do. Just sharing Your our story. experience, yes. our story. Um, share, and that is the, the good news. And I know some people get tripped up. Well, I don't know what Bible verse letter to share to, to, to witness to someone or whatever the case may be. Just start with your story. I yeah. think that's what what you're getting at. Agreed. Starting with the story, what God has done for you, that's all you can be accountable for. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what I'm noticing? I'm glad you're bringing this up. As you're bringing, I think the timing is just right. Because I think, you know, I think we kind of talked about this last time. There, our generation, you know, and I'm going back to me and you. Yes. We, we do. We need to get revived and, and getting back to that place of sharing our story. Because there's a young generation. I always tie this back to a yes. young generation that is looking for yes. somebody to, to, there is a void like in their lives. You can almost Green. see it. And they're reaching for somebody to provide that, 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 that plug right into their life yes. that will help them. And so they're searching all over. But if we're not sharing our stories on how we were transformed and how we were, uh, came from darkness to light. Yes, Absolutely. They're lost, yeah. right? There's a generation that is lost. They say that this younger generation is probably the most, uh, you know, the least uh, uh, spiritual, yes. religious Absolutely. generation there is. Yes. And that counts to us not sharing because Our we're concerned. Story, man. Man, it's, yeah, we're concerned about how we're going to look. We're concerned about how foolish we may sound. I don't know what it is that's tripping us up. 
But there's a generation that's saying, hey, I just want some, first of all, I want somebody to pay attention to me, right? Wow. I want somebody to understand what I'm going through. Yes. I'm in a struggle. I'm struggling with this, that, and the other. What's the solution? And we yes. have that. And we're not, we're not, af we're afraid to share that. Man, that's so, um, and that's such a disheartening thing, man, that it hurts my heart because it's like we're, we're failing to equip the next generation to lead well. And that is such mm -hmm. a sad thing, man, because we're not giving them what it takes to actually, uh, to, to be leaders, to sustain families, to, you know what I mean? To, to be mm -hmm. strong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're weakening the next generation yeah. out of our own reputation sake at the expense of their their strength. Yeah. Our reputation, what it looks like is better. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, see, the thing about it, like when we think about our parents and grandparents, you know, which I talk about in the book, you know, like I had to go to church growing up. Like, you know, it wasn't yeah. about your relationship with Jesus. It's like, hey. We the cars are moving to the to the church house, and you, you better be in the back. You get your clothes on, you're coming. <laughs> you you gonna you gonna have a fear of the Lord because. Uh, but but what did that do for me? Even though when I left, and I talk about this in the book, I went off into the military, I still had this awareness that like man, man. I even though I wasn't trying to live right at the time, I had like this. This consciousness is like, there is a God, man. You know what I mean? That you couldn't get away from it, yes. Right, because it was instilled in me that, man, like, man, don't get too wild and out, man, because, you know, at some point you're going to want to turn around and whatever. You know, it was my own immature, you know, young mind. Yeah. Thinking that, oh, when I get older, I'll turn back around, come back and, right. you know, do the right thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do the right thing. Mm -hmm. you know? So, but, but at least they were trying to give me some values. To say, hey, here's what, but they would say, help me make it over. Help me make it over. Because life, man, will throw some stuff at you. Yeah, well. You know what I mean? And, you know, we're we're almost making the the young generation think that life is this, just this, this social media world. And, like, they don't understand how to deal with real problems. Right. Challenges. We're talking about past generations that dealt with wars and uh, 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 you know, economic, you know, uh, you know, just the opportunities, the disparities there. You know what I mean? They dealt with a whole lot of stuff. They dealt with racism, and and they walked through movements and situations that you need some strength on the inside to help you get through hardship. You know what I mean? Life is not about a continual. Everything is sunshiny. There will be rain. There will be storms. You know what I mean? God didn't promise us that there would be there would be no storms. He said that I would keep you, I would be with you. And it, and, the, and and when you go when you go through the waters, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. But it said when, it said if. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. we're not equipping them for the storms. Why? I, because Why? our reputations and what it looks like and the success <laughs> that we are aspiring to have, what really is not success at all because it's kind of like only the Lord can deem me successful. He's the only one who can say well done, right? right? Everything else is just what we have done, but that doesn't mean it's well done. You know, so it's like, I only, I can only get that kind of stamp of approval from the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. So who am I really trying to impress? I want to bring pleasure to him. And I know that the Lord brings, has joy by us empowering the next generation to be in him to be strong in their faith so that they can carry on the legacy. You know what I mean? So it's like, if we don't do that, we feel that we're failing this generation that we say we love, you know? So to your point, man, it's, uh, it's a sad thing, but that's why people like yourself or myself who are, who are trying our best to be intentional, to be uh, uh, pioneers, to say, we got to turn this thing around. Yeah. And, Leadership is not saying I need a pool of people to do this with, to at least to start. All I need to do is choose in myself to say it needs to change. Then I can look and see around me other change agents who also made that decision and say, hey, sure, I feel the same way. Let's link up. Let's walk yeah. this thing forward. And we start seeing and we form a nation that will, that will cause change and change the trajectory as we link up with like values. 
but yeah. but it doesn't start by me saying, "Let me look at this rod and let me <laughs> let me get let me get the squad all the brother." Because when we get the squad, then we gonna be together. <laughs> I gotta be fully persuaded first. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to fight this thing out. When I joined the army, you know, early yeah. they they made me. You know, now I was in a room with everybody, but yeah. my square in was really me now, right? Now we it's, it was like a room full of men. Some men we be going to the navy, some people going to the air force. <laughs> me, I was going to the army, but all of us swore in it's defending this nation against all yeah. them. Against, all them is foreign and domestic. Yeah. Please believe me, that wasn't no collective, you know, swore in. Even though it was a bunch of people in the room, because when I left there, I had orders and it had my name on it only. You know what I mean? So it's like. I got to make sure that I'm sealed. I'm, you know, fully surrendered and say, hey, I'm sold out to this thing. And then God would then connect you with other people. The, yeah. the things that are critical for the success of that, that, that you know, endeavor, which is kind of like what we're doing today. You know, yeah. I wrote this book and then you allowed me to come on your podcast, yeah. podcast and share it. I didn't have, I don't have a podcast. We'll just say yet, you know, but I, I don't have a podcast, right? But you do, you know what I mean? And now we can say, you know what? This message needs to go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody else may have, you know, some television or whatever, or, yeah. you know, some other or, or, um, or writing or magazine or whatever, whatever. It's like, however we can work, we all can partner up and say, hey, man, this thing needs to happen. And not just walking trophies, but everything that the Lord has called each of us to do, yeah. as long as it glorifies him, as long as it points to him, I, I just don't believe that the Lord's going to prevent anything from allowing us to walk forward in victory while we're waving that Christian flag, saying, hey, it is about him. I, everything you've seen, all the victories, all the success, if it wasn't for him, I would not have any of it. And I want to let the next generation know that unless you have him as your foundation, you know, the, the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If we don't have a foundation, you know, but... I believe that God always has a remnant, man. Yeah. He always has a remnant. And so because of that, he will equip men and women who will have a heart and say, you know what, Lord, here I am, send me. You know what I mean? Here I am, send me. And I believe that the people that make uh, accept that call, accept that charge, is the people that God will use extra, uh, to go to extraordinary heights in this next season, man. I just believe it. Man, I love this, man. So, you know, you know, some people might be listening and said, okay, you guys, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm saying this jokingly, you old guys, right? You guys are identifying the problem, right? Yes. Tell me, is there a solution? Like uh, outside of that, do you provide solutions in your book uh, to help people? You know, yeah. if I was to grab this book yeah. and I, you know, I understand, I realize I'm not doing it. Is there something that you can provide in this book that can help me? Uh, get back to the place and, and to, to doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thanks for uh, that question, man. Matter of fact, you know, uh, this book, you know, at the, at the the back description of the book is is that uh, this book provides every reader with a how-to guide for unlocking the power of their story. It is, yeah. it, it basically, I start the book off, you know, and I, matter of fact, I'll uh, give you this rundown, uh, is to explain, of course, the problem. You say, yeah. hey, to get people to be aware of the issue and then to say, well, let me walk you through my own story. Mm. And then I want to then show you where are the other issues that are with this. Uh, as a matter of fact, the chapters, uh, the first chapter is telling everything, telling everyone I know. That's me telling my story of how I came to Christ. Because I'm saying, hey, what's your story then, Marco? Is what, well, how did you get into the kingdom of God? How did you get saved? And how did the transformation happen? So chapter one, I focus on just telling people, uh, and like I said, the title is Telling Everyone I Know, Telling People My Story. The next chapter is What Happened? Because I talk about getting distracted, getting distracted, losing focus on soul winning and personal evangelism. Now, it doesn't always mean that you just said, you just lost, that you didn't care about the loss right. completely. It just basically, other things can take you know, uh, uh, priority, you know, it's like, you know, you can become focused on what's happening inside the walls of the church. Yeah. And I mean, there's all these things. Then some people are just really ashamed to tell them that testimony because they haven't just released that shame and fear, you yeah, know, because good. of, you know, the background may not be something they're like, oh man, you don't want to know. You know. It's like, no, but how do you, you don't know what that would do for someone else and know that yeah. 
Yeah. You were able to come out of that and God and that Christ saves to the uttermost. Because if they yeah. hear what you came out of, it may impact them to see, hey man, if God did it for him, he can do it for me. So yeah. I talk about that. And then, you know, chapter three is instructions, please. Because, you know, I, you know, you ever had something that, you know, you maybe got an appliance or uh, you, you bought something that have that many instructions. You're like, man, how do I even right. use this thing? I have it, but how do I really get the benefit out of it right now? Oh, you see somebody else using it somewhere, like, man, it does that. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been pressing this one button. Like, I didn't know it had that many functions. But yeah. the fact that instructions, you know, allow you to, to, to utilize it more, right? So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, maybe you, people may have felt like the frustration of not knowing what to do because, like I right. said, sometimes people don't know what to say. How do you even start this conversation? Yeah. So I begin to walk through the way to simplify the whole process uh, of telling your own personal story. And then in chapter four, it's called walking trophies. And I go and give three examples of people in the Bible who were definitely not the exhaustive uh, walking trophies, but they are some good examples that you can use as an example of God using as a walking trophy of the Lord. That basically they are walking trophy because their transformation gave um, it gave uh, the confirmation, gave the validation to Jesus Christ's ministry on earth. Because what happened in their lives, it showed that Jesus' ministry was real. Because he had some people, he had some you know sex opposing him, his ministry, right? There were a lot of leaders at the time who was opposed to what Christ was doing, right? So, but when people saw these people, you know, and their lives changed, it was undeniable that something's going on here. You know what I mean? Now, I know y'all don't like the guy, but hey, we ain't never seen that like this. Right, right. Like, hey, I just watched somebody's hand grow back. I don't know. Hey, I just, you, know you know what I mean? You can say what you want to. You know? <laughs> this is undeniable. Right. Up, man. You know, I mean, I know you don't like the guy, but hey, you know what I mean? His hand did grow yeah, back. It did happen. You know what I mean? And there's so many you know, examples in the yeah. Bible, man, that, you know, Jesus gave these examples of and these people became walking trophies. And then what did he tell them? He told them to go back and tell their story. And so I want people to read that. And then I'm going to call out some pieces, some other things to make them kind of pay attention to. Look at this. They were walking trophies. And then the last chapter is um, unlocking your witness. And, uh, and basically that is now saying, okay, we've heard about the problem. I told you my story. I told you what happened to me, what happens to other people. I told you uh, that we need instructions. And now I'm saying we need to tell our story. Gave you some examples. But now it's time for the call to action. And uh, I spend the chapter five trying to, to let people know that, hey, the time is now. You know, walk in the simplicity that you have as a witness by telling your story, get back to just being a witness. Doesn't mean that you have to know all of the Bible. You know what I mean? Right. Now, now, of course, God will give you more wisdom, give me yeah. understanding the more you learn. I'm saying from day one, I am equipped with my testimony. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that's my initial equipping. And I'm saying, let's get back to the work. The Bible says that the, the, the harvest, you know, the, the harvest is ready. It's ripe, but the yeah. labors are few. Yeah. It said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth labors into this harvest. And now with this book, this is my prayer, man, that God would send forth labors into the harvest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that we would get back to the work. Not saying that, hey, that our whole lives is, is, is about just that only. No, I'm saying it's a part of our lives. And it's a, it's a critical part of the body of Christ that I feel like we're neglecting. And we're, we're doing that at the expense of empowering another next generation. And that is something that we as leaders cannot, you know, allow to go on any further. So uh, with this book, that is my desire that it will spark. Uh, it will help people to either discover or remember yeah. uh, the power of their testimonies. Man, I, I love that you've brought this up and just discussing this today. And it, it, it just really is it's, it's reviving me as well, because, you know, you're right. We have there's something, you know, you kind of go in the course of life and you you realize there's a missing piece that we do need to get back yeah. to sharing 
um, our testimonies, uh, sharing the gospel without any shame, right? Yes. And I love, I love how you say the trophies. And I just, my mind just automatically, you know, it sticks out to me again. You know, I'm a sports guy and I loved it. But when you think about what, what do we put so much emphasis on in the sport, in the secular world, we put so much emphasis on getting the chip. Getting the, yeah, ring, yeah, yeah. Getting the yes, trophy. Yeah. We, we, we put yeah. all these things on it. And, you know, I'm a, a guy from uh, Detroit, so way back in the day, I'm, I'm, I'm dating myself. But I remember the Pistons won the championship, you know, and, and, and when Jordan won the championship, they would hug on that trophy once yeah, they got yeah. it, you know. Come and on. They, would, <laughs> they would hug on it. They would, they would kiss it. It was such a, a wonderful thing to have that trophy wow. uh, to represent what you've done. Wow. And so when you talk about the, the walking trophy, all I see is God lifting us up, you know, and kissing on us. Come and on, man. Want us. That's good. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Uh, you know, whether you're wearing that ring, you know, that championship on, ring, and, and people, you walk around and you show, hey, man, I want a champ. There's yeah, a story yeah, yeah. behind this, you know? Yes, yes. I think, I think what you're saying is so powerful. I think it, it, it's a revival message. I think yes. many ministries should really... Uh, have this where, you know, because you're right, we're in a lost period where uh, ministers and pastors, you know, we, we get caught up in building the administration of the church and everything. And of course, we're trying to accumulate members and all that good stuff. But we we fail to equip our, our lay members, per se, right, oh, to, to be able to have these conversations, not necessarily, like you said, to bring them to your church, to have these conversations that the, the, the core of what we do is yeah. to share the gospel yeah. and salvation. And I think getting us all revived for that, whether it adds a member to your church or not as a pastor Come or not, yeah. just getting back to the yeah, place of, work, man. <laughs> to, to sharing what he's done for me. And, or if someone sees you as that trophy, like, man, what? how did you get that? Instead of saying, well, I did this step, that step. Yes, come on, step. <laughs> just, come on. You know, going back and, and pointing back to Christ, I think your message is on point right now, man. And I'm just so glad that you allow God to use you uh, to, to to express this and to study on this and to bring this out. Because, again, it's reviving something. And I think yes, hopefully th those that are listening who are believers, you're getting revived, right? Yes, and, yes, and, yes. And, and in some shape or form, I'm not saying that none of us are wit witnessing and they're not doing that. But just getting back to the point that we have something that the world needs. Yes. And people have seen your shine. Yes. They yes. want to know what's behind that shine. What's behind that, that grind, yes. say, right? What, what really brought that apart? And so we need to get back to that place of really sharing what it. God has done for us, man. So, man, this is, this is on point, man. So you you wrote this in the midst of all that you're yes. doing, and <laughs> it's amazing. Man, it's so, a the glory, man. I'm grateful, man. Man, so how do, how do you know, we're, we're, we're transitioning, uh, getting ready to end this soon here. But how do people, you know, I know the book is, I don't know uh, when the book is actually being yeah. fully out. How do people go about getting this book? Um, what ways do they go about um, getting more information about the book? Yes, the book is available on my website, Crown Life Seminars, plural, uh, dot com, Crown Life Seminars dot com. Uh, if, matter of fact, if you go to my website, there's a uh, tab at the top that says new book. And there's also mm -hmm. a promo flyer on the on the home page as well. They can click on right now okay. having a pre-sale that pre-sale is going to last until July 31st. Where I'm okay. the book fifteen percent off. Uh, nice. uh, the book is eleven ninety nine regular, uh, but fifteen percent off during the pre sale. Uh, it's available, of course, in paperback form uh, that will be mailed out. Um, all those pre sale orders will be mailed out uh, on or after uh, uh, August first, which is the official release date. August first is the official release of the book, and um, and it's again uh, paperback form and uh, Kindle as well uh, through Amazon. It will also eventually be available through paperback on Amazon as well. I'm working on that. So I'll make that, you know, that change on my website and through social media and put that out when it does, yeah. uh, when it is available through paperback through Amazon. But right now um, I have my own publisher, uh, company, the printing company printing my, my book. As I, you got your own publisher? Yeah. <laughs> I, I published my own book. This is my wow. You know, okay. I just have a, a company uh, who prints my my work. So sure. yeah, so it, that's why it has Crown Life, Crown Life. Nice. So, uh, but this is my this is my sixth book uh, that either I have done independently or I've been a part of a work. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so I've done it a couple of times through Crown Life. So 
so yeah, so this this is my own work through uh, my own business. But I have a printer who's printing the work. But I am going to um, eventually shift to uh, allowing Amazon to do some fulfillment. So okay. working on that. But right now, they can order the paperback form for 15% off. But on August 1st, it's going to shift to eleven ninety nine after the pre-sale. And, of course, the, it's on Kindle right now. And we will send out uh, wirelessly uh, push to their uh, uh, to their phones or you know whatever Kindle devices on okay. August 1st. So, yeah, so crownlifeseminars.com. Uh, or they can check my uh, Facebook page, go to Mark West Hughley's page, or Instagram. You can get more information about that as well if you look me up uh, about my new book. I love it. You know, and I'm just getting a thought, and maybe we may have some leaders out there, some pastors out there. I think this is maybe something that you could probably uh, get for your church, yes. uh, small groups, you know, uh, you know, evangelism groups. Uh, yes. this, this is a conversation to walk yes. through, it sounds like. And I have... Revive. Yeah, go ahead. And I, and I have a, uh, just to make sure I make this known, I also have mm -hmm. order discounts. Those have to be, okay. uh, uh, you have to notify me through, send me an inquiry, inquiry about, yeah. uh, you know, getting a bulk order. And we can yeah. talk about what the percentage is off uh, above yeah. the pre-sale. Because it's, it's definitely way uh, more than the pre-sale if we're going to talk about a bulk order. So right. if uh, for churches and organizations that would like to do a, uh, a bulk order for the Walking Trophies book, uh, to help uh, stir up evangelism within your yeah. churches and organizations, uh, just go to my website, crownlightseminars.com, send me an inquiry, and, and then we can discuss about uh, what the percentage off and how we can deliver on that. Man, I love it, man. Well, before we do this, you know, I, for some um, people on the on the on behind the grind, I do fun questions, but um, I'm going to go back to what we did the last time. Before we go, do you mind just praying yeah. for us as we get ready to exit out and just, you know, praying God's uh, his, his grace on us, uh, you know, as we're being coming one or well, not coming now that we are walking trophies, just praying for yeah. us and, and keeping this mindset strong. Absolutely, man. We'd love to. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for uh, Sherrod Shula, what you're doing through his podcast, this platform that you've given him and allowing even this message to go forth. Uh, today and not just today but every person that will hear this particular podcast we just thank you father for stirring their hearts for evangelism helping people to get back to the simplicity of sharing the gospel by telling their story for those who may be ashamed of their past and the things that they've been out of help them realize that we all have to come to jesus we all have to come to christ we all have a story to tell and we don't know whose life will be impacted by the story that we have. So, Father, I pray that you will stir us all again. Put a fresh, a fresh fire in our hearts yes, yes. to partner together for the Great Commission to go into all the world, just, not just in terms of region and geographical location, but into the world systems, things that we can be a light into this world, and that we will also not neglect or, or shrink back from our obligation to empower the next generation as Bible-believing, you know, people, people who know in whom we believe, understanding that Jesus Christ is our rock, he's our savior, he's our king, and he's the one that's brought us to this point, and he's the one that's going to take us on to glory. And we just thank you, Father, that we commit everything into your, your hands. And for every every organization, every church that buys a book order and, and their people uh, consume this material, the Walking Trophies book, we pray, Father, you start a fire and a flame in them that cannot be extinguished. We we believe all this to be so in advance. We thank you for it all. We thank you for a blessing on this podcast and every other podcast that my brother uh, shares going forward. We love you. We thank you. And in Jesus' name, amen. Man, thank you for that. Thank you for that wonderful uh, prayer. Uh, so I hope all of you that are listening today, you, you got something out of this conversation. If, if nothing more, we... Have a, all have a story uh, that we can't be ashamed about sharing yes. and, and, and expressing. Uh, this is definitely on time. I think we're in a time in our world where we need to share our stories. There is Great. a solution. There is help. There's a remedy. And we are holding on to that light we, that we can share to the world. So many people uh, that are suffering and going through so much right now. But there is hope. There is hope actually found in, in Christ. And so... Uh, yes, on this Behind the Grind podcast, we do go there. We believe uh, that a lot of our Behind the Grind 
has a lot to do with his his life and what he yeah. shared for us and what he died for I us to it. do and it rose again yeah. so uh with that being said if you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy this conversation please share it make sure uh you share this with someone that they can listen as well as sharing the program as a whole make sure you follow i think they've changed the language now from subscribing to follow if you will follow us on your favorite podcast platform so that you can get more notifications to hear more conversations like this. I think you will definitely be blessed. It will keep you encouraged. It'll keep you inspired. Uh, We tried our best to bring the best guests here on Behind the Grind. So you don't want to miss out on some of these conversations that we're having. So with, uh, with that being said, we will check you on the next time right here on Behind the Grind.